Hi, I'm Danny, and this is Here and Queer, your bite-sized podcast for everything queer. We've just passed October, well, sort of, everyone's favorite time of the year, LGBT History Month. What, were you expecting something else on this podcast? For our first episode on queer history, we're going to take it back to 1969, the year of the moon landing and Woodstock, the era of the Beatles and hippies. Pushed back into the deepest, darkest corners, however, you'll find a mountain of hatred and bigotry. Black people fighting for the right to be seen and treated as equals, being violently beaten and lynched, an ongoing, unpopular war ripping young people from their homes and lives, and laws making queerness itself a crime. 1969 was many things, but accepting was not one of them. In the hustle and bustle of 1969 New York City, you might run across a small bar in Greenwich Village, a safe haven to those who were scrutinized everywhere else they went, a home where queer people could be themselves. Stonewall Inn was an LGBTQ staple in Greenwich Village. Owned and operated by the Mafia, it ran with more leniency than many other bars in the city. They accepted drag queens and homeless queer youth, two groups often turned away from other gay bars at the time. Even then, queer folks had to watch their backs at Stonewall Inn. Like most gay bars, it was a target for police raids and regular homophobic violence. At Stonewall Inn, June 27, 1969 was like any other night. Music blaring, queer people packed into the sweaty bar. No one could anticipate what would happen in just a few hours. Early in the morning of June 28th, the police began raiding the bar, attacking and arresting the patrons there. According to Britannica, this was the third such raid on Greenwich Village gay bars in a short period. And History.com says Stonewall was subject to a raid just a few days prior. Unlike many previous raids, however, the patrons of Stonewall Inn did not run from the police. Overwhelmed by rage at this constant harassment, they stood their ground. Side note, one of the people leading the charge against the raid was someone you may have heard of before, Marsha P. Johnson, a drag queen from New Jersey. After Stonewall, Johnson and her friend Sylvia Rivera, another prominent figure in the gay liberation movement, would go on to found the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, or STAR, a group that served homeless and transgender youth. According to History.com, the outbreak quickly became a riot, and police barricaded themselves inside Stonewall Inn as onlookers threw whatever was available at them. Participants breached the barricade several times and even attempted to set the bar on fire. The riots and protests continued on and off for five more days, sometimes with thousands of participants. Britannica refers to the Stonewall Riots as a catalyst for a new generation of political activism. On June 28, 1970, thousands returned to Stonewall to march to Central Park on Christopher Street Liberation Day. According to History.com, the parade's official chant was, Say it loud, gay is proud. Christopher Street Liberation Day is now viewed as the first ever pride parade in the United States, so the rest? Well, the rest is gay history. Next week, join me as I talk to my LGBTQ friends about advice they wish they'd gotten when they were younger. 
Thank you so much for listening. I'm Danny, and this has been Here and Queer. Here and Queer.